Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Live at Rogers Place tonight, the Edmonton Oilers. Jay Woodcroft, 3-0's head coach of Edmonton. Oilers with 55 points at 26-18-3 to take on Dallas Akins, former Oilers coach, who has his team at 55 points. They are 23-18-9. So they played three more games in the Edmonton Oilers. This is a big week for Edmonton. Already beaten two of the Cali teams on the road, San Jose and Los Angeles. And tonight the Ducks play in the second of a back-to-back. They got pounded last night 6-2 by Red Hot Calgary. You can uh, reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances to win. Excitement, bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We'll tell you the Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton area locations featuring Alberta's own Brant Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. Oilers will start Mike Smith tonight against John Gibson. Gibson, 9-3-3 in his career, a 2.31 goals against average, 9.22 save percentage against Edmonton. That's regular season. Um, he's pretty good goaltender. This is a team. They got a lot of talent. I mean, they basically have Trevor Zegras as a future first-line center. Mason McTavish, who just wrapped up at the Olympics with Team Canada, had an assist in four games, uh, was here in Edmonton for the World Juniors where he had three goals and five points in two games. World Juniors could be finishing up or actually getting started all over again here. It's a big boon for TSN if that takes place in August. Uh, McTavish just got uh, traded to Hamilton of the OHL. That's the team that is run by former Oiler Steve Stales. He's got nine goals, 14 points in eight OHL games. So, you know, Zegras is going to be their first line center of the future. McTavish will be their second line center. Isaac Lundstrom, third line center. Uh, they're all drafted the first round between 2018 to uh, 2021. So they've got some good young prospects there. Going to have to make some decisions with the new general manager, Pat Verbeek, who uh, spent some time with both Tampa Bay and with Detroit as assistant GM. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Just trying to hook up here with uh, Kevin Weeks, who's going to come aboard, uh, hopefully uh, for the show. Uh, We've coordinated some things a little bit earlier, so just trying to get hold of you. There we go. Um, For the Oilers, seven a defenseman again, which means that Broberg, Niemelainen, and Lagesson will all play probably between 11 to 14 minutes. Darnell Nurse, 26-24 this year. CeCe, I think Cody CeCe starting to win some fans over, and he should. He's played pretty well. There you go. Um, 
This text comes in on the Ashley Five Floors text line. It says, Bob, in my opinion, Broberg and McLeod still need to uh, a great offseason of training to boost their strength. Once they take that step, look out. Well, they can both skate. And it's going to be intriguing to watch how Ryan McLeod, who is a restricted free agent at the end of this year, uh, how he continues to grow and develop under Jay Woodcroft. And they've already started to use him on the PK. That is something that he was not doing uh, before. But, you know, they had history with McLeod as a penalty killer because he can skate. So he is a guy that I think has got a uh, potential to maybe uh, continue to make some things happen. Just, uh, you know, I'd like to get some thoughts right now. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Is it the proverbial Brian Burke dead cat bounce? Or conversely, you know, is there something going on here? Oilers going 7-11, and 7-D, 11 forwards. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins centering a line of Fogel and Derek Ryan. They've scored um, three goals and even strength in the last three games. How much of this is goaltending? Mike Smith's given Edmonton two pretty good starts. Stuart Skinner, a shutout in San Jose. Edmonton's outscored the opposition 11-3. So you tell me, 780-496-0063. In your opinion, is this the inevitable bump that teams get when a coaching change occurs or conversely is this happening because the coaching changes occurred and the team's been built differently deployed differently the minutes allocation has uh uh changed the the scenario around i mean we talk about vancouver and i i, I mentioned vancouver because when the Oilers were really going through some tough times when they were 2 11 and 2 over a 15 game run I, I i went and did vancouver radio a couple times and i'm like just just hold on a second here, you guys. Like, your, your team went 8-0-1, but Dr. Demko had a 9.55 save percentage for seven straight games. <laughs> Sometimes it is goaltending. This text comes in saying, Bob, Anaheim drops out of the uh, playoff hunt in the next uh, f- few days. Brendan, give it another shot here and see if you can call Kevin now. He's waiting for the call. Uh, if Anaheim drops out of the playoff uh, hunt in the next few weeks, could you see them moving Getzlaff? I wonder if another team in the Pacific Northwest could use them. Is Edmonton in the Pacific Northwest? Um, uh, don't know about it. So uh, I, that's, that's an interesting one. We talked about Mr. Getzlaff in the past. I don't know. Sometimes I think there's a carrier fee, shall we say, when you trade in the division. I know a lot of people think that the Edmonton Oilers should go get John Gibson. Well, it's going to cost the Oilers about five assets. So it would certainly cost probably Broberg and Holloway and a number one and probably Stuart Skinner. So I don't know. Uh, and if I'm looking at Anaheim and Pat Verbeek, I think he has an opportunity to, with all the young talent they have, and the fact that they've only got $37 million committed next year, I, th- I think they, and I'm going to assume they re-sign Linholm, Um uh, I think they got a chance to build a pretty competitive team shortly. All right. We have been able to get hold of Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks is brought to you every Thursday for the folks at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. From the NHL Network and ESPN, future NHL president slash general manager, Kevin Weeks. Hi, Kevin. How you doing? Stop. I'm good. Apologies. Blame it, all, blame it on the Albertans in the car. So You had the ringer off? <laughs> yeah, well, I had the ringer off, but we're listening to music. We have three Albertans here. Uh, we're on our way to Philly just for a family day. Uh, in-laws are visiting from uh, from Calgary. So blame it all. 
You Albertans can blame it on the Albertans. You can't blame this one on me this time. All right. Well, this is a show in Edmonton, so we'll blame it on the Calgarians. Uh, were they listening? Yeah, exactly. I, I somehow doubt that they weren't listening to country music. Were they? What were you listening to in the car? No, no. We had a mix going. We had some. We had some sixties, some fifties, and we just had some Caribbean stuff going. So. Uh, we love all types. We love all types of music, man. We're very eclectic in our music taste, which hey, is fun. I worked at a campus radio station with a local uh, a television reporter named John Sexsmith, and uh, believe me, it was eclectic to say the least. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, old. Hey, I mean that's where that's where you two got their start was on campus radio. People forget that in the. Uh, Oh, yeah, in the early 1980s. All right, Kevin, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they're going to play the Anaheim Ducks. Did you not just do a Ducks broadcast last week? I did, yeah. We had the Ducks last week against Seattle, and uh, Seattle ended up actually handling them that game. But that was their first game back from their extended break, and their team, all in all, they're, they're having a really good year. You know, if you speak to head coach Dal Seekins, he'd probably tell you that you know, they're trying to rediscover their A game that they had prior to their break. But I just heard you when I was just kind of waiting to come on. I really like the progression in their team this year. They've come a long way. They're having a good season. Uh, how much of it's goaltending? I mean, they got Gibson. Yeah. He's one of the best goalies in the NHL. Now, the last two years hadn't been great for him. They were injury plagued. But he's, uh, yeah. you know, he's at 918 this year. And Anthony Stollers, who the Oilers yep. briefly had here during the 1819 season, he's got a 919 save percentage. Real good backup numbers. So it starts there, doesn't it? Oh, it totally does. I mean, Gibby's one of the best goalies in the league. He's a top eight guy for sure. He had his sights set on, on playing in the Olympics. So did so many other players. He would have been on Team USA. Him and Connor Hellebuck from from uh, Winnipeg, and uh, Gibby's had himself a great year. He's another All Star appearance for him. I think that's three. Uh, Stolarz, who I've liked for a long time since he he's a Philly kid. Ironically, we're driving to Philly now, but he's a Philly kid, South Jersey slash Philly kid like Goudreau, and he's having himself a really good year. My buddy Sunzi Maharaj, their goalie coach, he does a really good job there. So that makes a big difference. You're not chasing games, and especially when you have that many young players. And it allows the young players like Zegris and Drysdale, um, some of the other young players in their group, it affords them the opportunity to be a little more confident because they can make plays and not necessarily Lundstrom, those guys. They don't have to worry that the puck's going to end up on their net on the wrong side of play. So uh, that goes a long way to your point, no doubt. Well, the one thing they got is they got, to me, four guys that can move the puck. You mentioned Drysdale. Uh, Lindholm is an, an excellent two-way defenseman that they need, they need uh-huh. to get signed. Fowler. Totally. Fowler, good deal. And Shattenkirk, blue line in, is still a pretty good offensive player from the back end. So they can they can transition the puck. Absolutely. They totally can. Yeah, they can. And they want to. They want to play faster. They are playing faster for those reasons that you mentioned. The forwards are also more disciplined in, in coming back in the defensive zone to help present themselves as options for the breakouts, which helps too when your forwards are that committed. So, yeah, they, I, I really like their back end. Lindholm, they have to resign. I heard you talking about Pepper Beek, their new GM earlier. I don't know how you don't resign Lindholm if you're them, as long as it's a, a number that works for both sides, of course. And should he get to the market, he'll get. I mean, he'll get a, a whack of money should he get to the market. But um, I, I like that Cam Fowler for them. I've always liked him. And this uh, young kid, Drysdale, has a chance to be a really, really 
uh, outstanding young defenseman with his skills, too. Kevin Weeks joining us right now from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack. All right, Kevin, the Edmonton Oilers are 3-0 and under Jay Woodcroft, and, I, I, you know, they were at an 897 save percentage, when the, and it's not just goaltending. Of course, it's team defense. Forwards yeah. are part of this, but, Kevin, last year Edmonton was 9-10, and that's part yeah. of the reason why they came in second in the in – no Right, and, and they're at 897 with the coaching. They're already up to 901 after three games. So, yep. you know, I figured if they could get 905 to 907, they'd be a lock to make the playoffs. They've gotten stops. Uh, Smitty started two of the last three. Skinner just got sent back down to the minors because Koskin's off of COVID. He, he gets a shutout. It starts there, but have you noticed? I know you watch the Oilers late a lot, but uh, have you noticed anything in terms of they're going 11 uh, forward 70? What do you see in Edmonton's game right now? How much of it's goaltending? How much of it's team defense? It's a good combination of both. You know, I'm happy for Jay Woodcroft, too. He's gotten his opportunity. We know that Dave Tippett's been a really good coach in the league a long time, and he did some really good things up there in Edmonton. I've known Woody since we were young. He's worked really hard to get to, to this spot. And as you know, he did a really nice job down there in Bakersfield as well, in San Jose with Todd and their group. Uh, to me, the team just seems to have a little bit more energy. You know, it's weird. When I watched the Oilers, when the first start of the season, whether they were playing the Flames or not, they had an energy to their game. And then clearly once they went through their druthers, the energy just didn't seem to be there. They didn't have that jump, that first step, second step quickness on either side of the puck. And now in watching them, they've regained that. And consequently, their team defense, to your point, has been better. And as mentioned on that trip, that California trip, they got really good goaltending as well. So here's the thing. I mean, you know, there's there's only 16 teams that get in. Yep. Even in spite of what the oil went through with their dry spell, they're in a good spot right now. The third in Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. And they have the opportunity to climb. And here's the thing, when you're starting with two of the best players on planet Earth and you got a stud number one defenseman in Darnell, and now you're bringing a Vander Kane, now some guys are healthier, Zach Hyman's back to playing his game. There's no reason why these guys shouldn't get into the postseason as long as they continue to play the style of game they played the last three. Once they start freewheeling and getting a little too loose and looking for fresh cookies, and cheating on the defensive side of the game, that's when they get in trouble. And also, if they don't get the timely stops that they need, that's when they get in trouble. So I've loved their game on that California trip. That's uh, part and parcel of the way they need to play going forward. Kevin Wakes joining us for Canadian Power Pack. Bob Stauffer live at Rogers Place. Oilers and the Ducks right now uh, tonight. All right, last night, tell us the truth. Were you watching Colorado Vegas or Canada and the U.S. women's? Colorado Vegas. And then uh, got a little bit of the women's late, but two amazing games. Two awesome games. I, I thought that, you know, Colorado and Vegas, I can't believe that they, they beat them 2 nothing the way they did, but two awesome teams for sure with so many star players. Jack Eichel made his debut last night. And then uh, in the women's game, the two best teams in female hockey in the world put on a great show. And Mary Philippe Poulain was amazing once again. And so, t- so too was Darnell Nurse's cousin, Sarah Nurse. She had 18 points in the tournament. So, uh, that game was everything we thought it would be, and as dramatic as they typically are, it lived up to that script once again last night. Has Darcy Kemper changed the complexion and the narrative that might be out there 
on Marc-Andre Fleury because he is lights out right now for the Colorado Avalanche. I think he's got a 930 save percentage over... That's, no, it's higher than 930. It's now higher than 930 over his last 17 starts. 17 starts. Yeah, I was going to say 17, 18 games. I've loved Kemp's. You know, I, I knew he played in Red Deer for Brent. When he came in with Minnie, I was talking to my man Mike Rupp, Rupper, who was in Minnesota at the time. Zach Breezy, who was there for a long time. And I, I really loved his game. And they just said if he could just get his mental right, if he could get his mental right, because he had all the tools and he's a great kid. And literally, when he went to LA, I think that really helped him a lot because he got to be around Jonathan Quick and Billy Ranford, who you should know very well there in Edmonton. Help you win your last cup in 1990. And they really helped tweak his game, but not only technically, but more his mental. And then he thrived in Arizona out in the desert under Rick Tockett. So it took a little time for him to find his game and get comfortable in Colorado, but he certainly hit that. He's been great for Jared Bednar's team. And you're right, maybe this is going to make Colorado reconsider having to give up an asset to get Marc Andre Fleury, perhaps, just based on how well he's played. And, you know, save for his last game, you got to give. Francois a lot of credit too. He came off a double hip surgery and he's playing this year. Like usually that's at least a year out. And uh, Francois has played well too. So I don't think that goaltending is an issue really for Colorado. Now, look, if you have the chance to get Marc-Andre Fleury as a future Hall of Famer and the price isn't too high and it's the right price in your sweet spot, you got to consider it. But uh, I, I really like what Darcy Kemper has done and I've been a big backer of his too. Big goaltender too. That always big helps. Big man. Hey, uh, so they might go get Giroux out of Philly. That's the rumor. Uh, Carter Hart Hart has bounced. You predicted this a year ago. You thought it might be coaching. Well, Vigneault's out of there. And Carter Hart's the least of the problems in Philly, isn't he? Yeah, he totally is. You know, Carter Hart now had a clean slate behind the bench, clean slate with the season. You know, we talked about this. The restrictions back home didn't allow him nor Tristan Jari. And see, this is where people like you and I stop. We do our homework. Because last year, a lot of people were down on Tristan Jari. Ah, what's going on in Pittsburgh? Well, for those of us that are in the know, we know that Tristan Jari and Carter Hart work out together and skate together. And when you don't have access, when you don't have access to go on the ice when it's your job, based on the lockdowns at the time, and you can't get to the gym, it's pretty hard to come into the NHL season and have a banner year, let alone when your coach is throwing you under the bus the way the coach was doing until he had the time. So, clean slate, good offseason of training back in the offseason for them back home in Alberta. They were able to get on the ice and do their thing. And they both came in, and Tristan Jari's a top-five goalie in the league right now. He's, he's one of my lead candidates for the Vesna in Pittsburgh. He's been awesome. And... Carter Hart has played very well for a team that is really struggling. He's been really good for them in Philly. So he's got a really bright future. Both of those guys do. And two WHL graduates, you got a former Oil King in Jari, and you've got uh, the Everett Silvertip in, uh, in Carter Hart. Both those guys have bright futures in the league for sure. Kevin, enjoy your trip into Philly. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now. No problem, man. Thanks to all the fans out there in Alberta that tune in, and hope everybody's doing well. There you go. That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN, courtesy of our friends from Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. It is 124 in Edmonton. We'll come back with your texts on... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Ashley Fine Floors text line and get to the Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. You're listening to Oilers Now live from Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Mike Smith, 16, 11, and 4 at 2.53 goals against average, 916 save percentage starting tonight against John Gibson. We will get to your text momentarily. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. It is currently 126 in Edmonton. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin. 10-time Presence Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny and the Gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. As we head off into the orders now, Prospect Report is brought to you Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thursdays by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan Escott. I was just taking a peek at uh, Jake Neighbors and checking back in on him. 26 overall pick in the 2020 draft has been tearing it up for the Oil Kings. He's on a 12-game scoring streak. He's posted 21 points across those 12 games. Uh, so you got to figure, Bob, like he's, I think, fourth in team scoring. And the only reason for that is because of the time that he's spent away, both at the World Juniors and, uh, of course, at the beginning of this season because he is uh, in the limited action that I've seen he's all over the place out there and I'm sure you feel the same. He's the driver man like I mean the numbers for Dylan Gunther went up when Jake Neighbors came back he blows guys up with hits he's going to play in the high end he ends up being like best case scenario a Dustin Brown caliber player and just so you know Dustin Brown and Dustin Brown did play right away after his draft year but Dustin Brown has played 1,276 games in the National Hockey League and is his 18th season for L.A. And what I mean by that is he's not, he doesn't look like an elite offensive player, but he's physical and he grinds and he goes to Lynette. If you go to Lynette, you score. All right, uh, into the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh, this text comes in. I asked, uh, you know, is, is this a bump as a result of a coaching change or is it something more? And uh, this text says, Mr. Uh, Mr. C has texted the show. I think this is a totally different story than just a new coach. Woodcroft and Manson know the players in Bakersfield and Edmonton. They will know who's ready and who's not. The way Woodcroft talks on the bench gets everyone engaged and involved as well. So there's one of the perspectives uh, you you get uh, again you can text us at 780-496-0063 and uh we'll work in some more as well time permitting uh boy we're getting a lot of love for marie uh, fleet plan as well out there just uh, regarding team and why not she's i mean she's the best world uh best women's hockey player in the world she's 2010 2014 uh over and what's got seven goals in gold medal games been good for team canada off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell back with george larock edmonton sporting icon when we return on oilers now
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.